Hello and welcome girls and boys and basically everything in between. Thank you so much for choosing to listen to You Get the Gist. This is my very first podcast that I have ever recorded and I will just start to introduce myself. I go by the name Dirty. It used to be my stage name when I was a dancer back in the day and I still kind of use it for my internet persona. And I'm 24 years old, I'm Romanian, but I live in Germany, I've been doing so for the past 13 years, and I started this podcast because I have always been that friend with really good advice, but also that friend that couldn't really listen to her own advice, you feel me, you know what I mean? So basically, I'm doing this podcast for like-minded people and also for for myself to to make me listen to myself more because I really think that I do have learned some valuable lessons along the way. I have struggled to start recording this podcast because some little voices have gotten in my head saying ugly things like nobody's going to listen to what you have to say, what you say is not of value and you're just gonna make a fool of yourself on the whole fucking internet and everybody will be laughing at you and pointing a finger. But at the end of the day, I just chose to say, uh, fuck them hoes and just do whatever I feel called to do. I have had this idea since over half a year. And now, currently, it's December 12th. And this episode will come out in January because I want it to be my New Year's resolution to drop Um, an episode every single week starting in 2023 and I'm very very thankful for you for choosing to listen to you get the gist and thank you for giving me the chance to share my thoughts and my knowledge with you so let's get into today's topic and the very first topic of this podcast shall we I'm just going to start off with a quote that I have brought up in some conversation with a very good friend of mine, which is, some days are great, some days are growth. I think what I meant by that is obvious to everyone. But personally, how I felt this was that either way, I'm on a really high high and I'm living my best life. I'm doing all those positive habits that I have reinforced into my life. I'm waking up and going to the gym. Then I come back home and I meditate. I read a book. Then I continue reading the Bible. I do my makeup and then I go to work. And then other days, when I have a bad day, when I'm low on my motivational drive, when I don't feel like I'm accomplishing as much as I should by a, by a specific period of time, I feel so out of confidence, I feel incapable, I feel like I have never done anything in my life and I just feel like giving up and crawling into bed and just crying out my fucking eyes. And those... Those are the days where you actually grow. Because at the end of the day, it is it is good to have really good days. And it's good to ride on that high tide. But you know how strong you are on your growth days. So I have written down five lessons. The five most prominent lessons that I have taken out of my growth days. And I'm going to share them with you in hopes that you will learn something out of them too. Or maybe you identify yourself with them. Number one is very uncomfortable to say and very uncomfortable to hear, but you are your biggest enemy. It is you, your thoughts, your voices in your head that tell you 
you're bad, you are ugly, you are unsuccessful, you are not lovable, you are this, you are that. It is you that should be in control of your thoughts, but isn't. You have given up control. As simple as it is, you have lost control over your thoughts. And I'm I'm sure that you didn't want to do so. So it just it just kind of happened, right? You didn't control it. And I bet that you were overwhelmed. You didn't have the time to put any attention and focus onto sorting out your thoughts. You didn't think of it as something important. You were focusing on your career, on your um, job, on whatever your boss told you to do. You were focusing on your partner, on your friends, on their well-being. Meanwhile, your mind is screaming, help me, I want to be good to you, I want to deliver you good thoughts, I want you to feel good, but you're like, nah, later. And that is exactly where I'm, where I'm telling you, you are your biggest enemy, you neglect yourself, you don't think about yourself as much as you should. I'm not telling you to be egocentric and to think that the world revolves around you, but your thoughts do. They do revolve around you. So take the time to be egoistic with yourself, with your own thoughts. Take your time to acknowledge that those thoughts that you have plenty of thoughts every day that are reoccurring, most of them are reoccurring if you think about them too much, if you focus too much on them, but also the majority of them are just fleeing thoughts that you will never think about again. So stand there and watch them pass by and choose which should be your guest. Choose the thought pattern. Choose a specific happy thought or one that puts you in a very good and motivated mood. One that drives you to be better and keep it as your guest. And the other ones, let them be bypassers. I'm sure I will be making an episode just on thoughts, but this is just scratching the surface and telling you the very first lesson of my um, five things I've learned from growth days is that you're your biggest enemy and you get to control your thoughts as soon as you really focus on them, on the good ones, please. Moving on to the next lesson would be motivation doesn't run your success. Discipline does. I have had to learn it the hardest way. So basically, I'm having a really low day. I'm, I feel tired. I don't feel hungry or I feel extremely hungry. I feel lazy. I feel ugly. I feel like I'm not worthy even of the fucking oxygen in the room. And how can I even expect myself to feel motivated to do something for myself, to do anything to better my situation? motivation left long ago out the door sayonara bitch she's not there and then when i open the door and look behind the footprints that motivation left i see a shadow approaching and that shadow is called discipline she is walking up to my doorway and she's like i'm here to stay bitch and if you keep me as a constant guest if i can live at your place forever let's be you know let's be roommates if i can stay with you i'm only going to benefit your ass one thing you should know about me i really love self-help books those personality development books 
I am a sucker for them. So at the moment, I'm reading one. Um, and it's called The Five Second Rule. This is a total book recommendation. So it's by Mel Robbins and it's called The Five Second Rule. And the first example that she gives is herself not being able to not hit the snooze button as soon as the her alarm goes off in the morning. What the author tells us that she has done is adopting a habit that whenever you don't feel like doing something, you just five, four, three, two, one, and get up and do it. I know it seems stupid and it doesn't seem like it could really um, be of benefit, maybe just like for the first two or three days, but I, five, four, three, two, one, my fucking way into doing this episode, like for fucking real, I'm not even joking right now. I literally counted down and I sat my ass down in front of my laptop and my microphone and here I am doing it. So I can, I can say out of my own experience, it works wonders. I've been procrastinating on doing this for a half a motherfucking year. So come on, give it a go. Give this book a go. Mel Robbins, The Five Second Rule. Trust me. If this does not work for you, which I am sure it will, there are plenty other self-help books. And I am sure that I will also be speaking about other ones in the near future. So stay tuned. Otherwise, please do yourself and everybody around you the favor. Get that motherfucking book. Now I know everybody has their own habits and everybody has their own coping mechanisms, but I can only tell you about myself, right? I can only tell you about what I do to feel better. I five, four, three, two, one my way into waking up at five in the morning, hitting that gym for an hour, um, coming back home, meditating, reading, for example, this book that I've been telling you about, and then reading the Bible because I'm also a Christian and I do believe in um, Christianity and God and Jesus and everything that is around the Bible. And then I do my makeup and I even forgot to mention every morning, the very first thing I do in the morning, I get up out of bed and I go and have a cold shower. I've been doing that for the past two or three weeks and I'm always a person to feel cold in the morning, right? Or just in general, I'm cold because I'm quite a skinny person and I don't have much to keep me warm. But really strengthening my immune system and making my run, uh, my blood run in the morning really is the way to go. Total 11 out of 10 recommendation. The first moment, it just kind of, it just takes your breath away. And then in the next three, four seconds, you really feel satisfied by it. So you do it for two minutes. You don't um, put the cold water on your face or on your head because that would be a bit too much of a shock for your body. Just like from the neck down for two minutes, play a song for two minutes and just sing along, dance along. That's what I do. And try to control your breath because as soon as you can keep a steady breathing pattern in a stressful situation, you will be able in general to handle more stressful situations just by controlling your breathing. 
It's always or mostly just the simple things that give us so much in our day-to-day lives. Moving on. This is my favorite one because I'm a very emotional person. I'm a Taurus and my ascendant and moon are both Leo, so double Leo in here. But the third lesson is your feelings are deceiving. Boom, mic drop. Yes, they are. There are some lying ass bitches. Your feelings are even more unreliable than your Tinder matches. Those bitches will drop you and throw you in the air, make you feel good, make you feel your utmost miserable at any given time and all in one day. Because they come and they go. They're just like waves, up and down, ebb and flow. You cannot trust them because they're not sustainable and they are not stable. Now, it's difficult for emotional people like me, for example, if you are the same, that you are more guided by your instincts, by your gut, by your emotions, by your belly feeling. It's difficult to try to let your rational side take the upper hand from time to time. But I'm sure that it will benefit you at least as much as it benefited me. Yes, feelings are deceiving, but you know what is not deceiving? progress, results, success, feeling a deep sense of joy and pleasure within yourself because you're proud of yourself and you don't need somebody else, anybody else basically, you don't need any outside validation because you already pro- you've already proven it to yourself, you don't even have to prove it to your family, to your peers, friends, social media, whatever and whatnot. You don't have to because as soon as you have this feeling inside your heart, there is nothing more valuable than that. Believe me, I'm I'm sure that many of you or many of us have been driven by outside validation because we thought that, you know, if I'm doing something well at my job, at school, um, for my parents, for my siblings and friends, and they are happy with me, they are happy with what I have done for them, and they're proud of me, then I'm doing a great job. But what if you give yourself that validation? Imagine that. Imagine all the self-love. Imagine all the self-appreciation. Imagine how that will drive you, how that will motivate you, how that will discipline you. Because if you would have let your feelings hmm, guide you in a direction, then it would have been down a rabbit hole. It wouldn't have been up on that mountaintop. Which brings me to my fourth lesson. Whining and feeling sorry for yourself might give you, you know, some temporary comfort, but um, don't make this to be your continuous state of being. Because then your feelings take over, you feel miserable, you don't get anything done and then you continue whining and this cycle is difficult to break out of. I'm speaking out of experience. I feel like my lessons really run in a circle because this lesson that I'm telling you about to stop feeling sorry for yourself after, let's say, a day, maybe two, max two, If you stop feeling sorry for yourself, then you go back to lesson number two, which was that motivation doesn't run your success, but discipline does. Because if you're disciplined in a time period where you just feel like crying and hiding under the blanket, 
then you start feeling proud of yourself. So you see the connection. You see how you are being your biggest enemy, right? This is ringing some bells. So I'm just saying, this shit all makes sense if you work all together for yourself. Now I'm steering towards the last lesson that I have learned, which is the very most important one, even more important than the four I have told you before, I have taught you before, is that (laughs) the only thing that really pulls you out of despair is faith. Now I will not specify faith in what i will let you do that for yourself i will let you decide if you say faith in my in myself faith in my abilities faith in my talents and gifts faith in my family support faith in god in the universe in a higher energy in my purpose in whatever it is that you call that you have faith a life without purpose is empty and shallow will not bring you any satisfaction and the ones around you will feel as miserable as you do because you will be whining about it to them therefore having faith in your dream in a bigger purpose in your reason why you are put on this earth which is individual and everybody every single body has their own purpose in this world is crucial is crucial to a high life quality now you might be asking yourself but you know i don't know which steps to take towards more quality of life i am full of fear i'm anxious well if you let yourself be paralyzed by fear like i have done for the longest you will get nowhere honey trust me you will get nowhere the ugliest part about fear is that if you want to defeat it you have to face it you have to face your biggest fears and most of the times you will realize that they were so irrational and that they were just magnified because they're in your thoughts because you have them in your head 24 7 because you worry about them so much so in a world of abundance There is no worry, there is only faith. At the end of the day, you are anxious and you are scared because you might be in a situation that is uncomfortable to you, that you're not accustomed to, and maybe you don't have the solution right on hand. But why is that so bad? Why do you have to have everything figured out by day one? You don't. You are allowed to take your time to learn your lessons, to fall on your face and to stand back up, to pat off your clothes from dust and continue going. Because tell me one successful person that had it all from the beginning. Name me one and now don't name me people that were born in fucking rich families. Come on, please. Living in a world where there are no problems, no issues, no hardships, it will get boring. And I know that maybe you might be in a situation where you're saying, I would rather take boring than fucking stressful. Where the truth is, you could have growth without stress, with discipline and lessons. But you choose to let your stress run over. You choose to run under the blanket and cry. You choose to call your mom and whine about it. And you choose to say, oh my god, you know, I was almost a football player, but I hurt my knee. And since then, I cannot play football no more. 
cut the crap. I'm here to give you some tough love because I've been there and I have needed someone to give me some tough love and I have got it from my friends or from um, some specific people that will listen to this podcast. Hello to you, darling. Um, And I have denied it. I've declined it. I didn't want to listen to whatever they had to say because I felt like, why are you taking a shot at me? Like, bitch, let me live. Like, I'm doing bad already as it is. So why do you have to make me feel even more miserable? But by them doing that to me, making me feel like this planting those seeds of of knowledge into my mind made me shift whatever was in going on in my head, that mess that was going on. And it helped me journal journal out everything, how I felt, how I thought and what I wanted to change. You know, I didn't even define by that time, by that time, exactly what I wanted from life. Can you imagine that? Fear was standing in my way of clarity. And all I have needed to bring me back on my path was faith. And me as a Christian, I took that faith from God. I prayed and I let myself be guided by his divine knowledge, by his power and energy. And here I am almost finishing this very first episode of my dream podcast because I have defined what I want to do, especially career-wise, because that is my focus as of right now in my life. And here I am being blessed with this possibility, with this creativity, with this with this ability to be able to do this, with this equipment that I have right here in front of myself. And I am so grateful for everything that I have received, that I have been, that I have uh, put in my own way, that, you know, that God led me to. And it doesn't have to be God for you. As I said earlier, it can be your own strength, your own ability. It can be the universe. It can be maybe another God that you believe in. It can be literally everyone, even up here. So let yourself be guided because that is how you get, you get, um, you get this fear out of your way. Fear will only make you aware of some hardships or maybe on some thought patterns that used to rule you. And as soon as you get to overrule those fears, you will feel so satisfied and so proud of yourself. So what you should be doing right now is face your fears, journal whatever those fears are, look at them, see them, take them in, maybe cry the whole evening. Think about them. Think about where does this come from? Does this come from my childhood? Is it from my past relationship? Is it from my friends? Is it from myself not feeling worthy? And then take the blame. If you if you have to blame yourself, take full responsibility. Work past those fears and just realize that they are only hurdles that you can jump over. They are not brick walls in front of you that will keep you from moving on. I believe that everyone is able of moving past their fears because I have known how paralyzing my own were, how they really brought me to a standstill. And now I just don't even remember most of my fears because they were so irrational and unimportant, literally. I just even forgot about their existence. And now moving forward, fearless. There is nothing 
in there that would be stronger than my will and my discipline. And therefore, I believe that you can do it too. Everyone can. I just need you to put your will to it. And you better work, bitch. And uh, with this inspirational quote at the end, I would like to finish my very first episode. And at this point, I just want to thank every single one of you that listened so far, that spent almost 25 minutes with me. Thank you, thank you, and again, thank you so much. It really does mean a lot to me. So if you enjoyed listening to me, I hope to find you back on my podcast again next week. Have a look in the description box if you would like to follow me on Instagram on any of my profiles. My private one is at ddirty with double D and double R. This podcast, you can find it under You Get The Gist podcast. And I also have a makeup account, actually. It's called Dirty Cosmetics with double R and the cosmetics is spelled with two X's at the end, you know. (laughs) Also, feel free to share this episode with your new friends and tell them that you have a favorite new podcast. Um, I will be very happy if you would do so. And yeah, I just wish you a wonderful start in the new year of 2023. Make this year your year. And I'm sure that out of this episode and whatever I have taught you today, you get the gist. Bye-bye.